this is Sam, and you're listening to Strangely Enough. On this episode, we're going to do something a little bit different and talk about a book that we kind of liked. <laughs> Thanks for your uh, emotional support, Lou. <laughs> Amelia. You're welcome. And we have Luke here with us to talk about it. What an intro. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I am a professional. (laughs) So we are going to talk about Horror Store. This book's by Grady Hendrix. As you may or may not remember, I did review the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires on (laughs) our blog last season, which was a phenomenal book. Loved it so much. Um, This one is okay. What did you guys think? You know, it is a book. <laughs> that, that is correct. Yeah. You can get Hot it. take, I know. You can get it at a bookstore. They I, are there. Yeah. You can acquire it wherever books are sold. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I kind of view it this, I was actually, just before coming over here, I was talking with my neighbor about the movie Venom. I equate this book similarly to that. I don't think, that if you look at the movie Venom, from a quality standpoint, it is not. It is not a good movie. It's not there. Okay. However, I still enjoyed the movie because I went in and I was yeah. entertained. The uh, plot doesn't make sense. Yep. The a lot of the things that are going, it was just absolutely ridiculous. But I enjoyed it. That was what I derived from it. I was still entertained. There's a lot of movies that are just terrible and they just don't I don't derive any value from them. Yeah. And I kind of equate this to horror story. Mm. Not to say that, it, again, it's not a bad book. No, not that I didn't not enjoy all. it. But as far as, like, if I were to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, probably wouldn't be too high. It'd still probably be above a 5. I'm talking, like, yeah. maybe around a 6. Yeah. I read the full thing, didn't stop, was entertained by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good markers. I agree. It, when I was describing it to people after I read it, basically my whole thing was, it's a classic haunted house story. And that's pretty much it. But I think what Grady Hendrix does with his books that he does do very well is there's always some sort of, for lack of a better word, like a gimmick attached to them. So Horror Store is basically a haunted house set in an Ikea type setting called Orsk. And the physical book looks like an Ikea catalog. So, of course, I went for that. And there's all these little details throughout the whole book that kind of kept bringing me in as like, the novelty piece and really helping me enjoy it that much more. So I, it definitely had that going for it as well. You read it for the kitsch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. That makes sense. I also think it maybe it's targeted toward a younger audience. Oh, I think that would make sense. I feel like I called what was going to happen like pretty yeah. early on in the book. But again, that I guess that's just because, like you said, it's a classic like haunted house type that's a really good point, though, because, like, if you're younger, just haven't read a lot of horror. Not a whole lot of frontal lobe there. <laughs> <laughs> Missing some crucial pieces. <laughs> you would enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> it would be, like, all-consuming. Because I could see myself in high school really vibing with a book like yeah. this and being like, this is uh, my favorite book list. I'm going to tell the art admission counselors this when I go to art school. They're going to think I'm so unique. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I I would agree with that. I think it is very very much like an intro to horror book. Yeah, that's a good um, way to put it. Like if you're not quite sure if it's your genre or not, this is a good place to start because it's a little gory, but it's mm-hmm. not like not like his other book, <laughs> which is very gory. It is okay. So, that's yeah. one thing that stuck out to me where I was like, wow, I really he's good at making visuals. I think yeah, in the way yeah. he describes things. Yeah, which was uncomfortable for some of the content in this book, but that's the yeah. point. Yeah, uh, similarly for Southern Book Club's guide because there are still parts of that book that I like have seared into my mental imagery that I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so highly recommend that one. <laughs> this one is also good as like, I think a starting point. Yeah, yeah I think that's fair assessment regarding the demographic and what it's really looking into. I think it's part of that is again it relying on the, as you said the the gimmick the kitsch. If obviously if it, it didn't have that didn't have that it would probably just fall on its face yeah that being said that might be something to say of fact that it was geared towards that particular element which would make sense that the the story or the plot line that goes along with it isn't as strong because it is relying on that focus of the the whole gimmick of again it's Mm -hmm. it's more of a novelty than anything else you're not looking into like wow, I, I really enjoy this fantastic piece of art because of how the, the painter did this and that and the lighting and the shading. It's, huh, it's, uh, it's dogs playing poker. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good, yeah. Analogy. That's a good analogy. Absolutely. And I think, okay, the other thing that is so very Sam of me to say right now, but I really like the way it called out like capitalism. Like Amy is just like, <laughs> oh Basil, like what? you are like giving your life to this company. And it doesn't care about you. Yeah. And it, she's there because she needs to be. I thought that was, like, pretty potent of the Very times. relatable. Yeah. Because I remember yeah. working retail and feeling oh like God. that. <laughs> and I didn't even have to deal with the shit she dealt with by the end of the book. The, that, that is one thing that I will say that I think that it did well. And at least for the, the, the first book. Because that that's something that I always, like, call out in, like, movies or books or shows. Mm-hmm is at the end of the day, can I swear on this? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Why the fuck are you still here? <laughs> like, why, like why, why are you in this? Yeah. Why didn't you want to go, right. you know what? This is a terrible idea and walk away. Right. Which they set it up well, because I'm going to call him Basil. Um, that's okay. Like, I only know because Amelia was like, my mom worked with someone named Basil. Yeah. And that's how he spelled Basil his name. Forty. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. But I did read it as Basil. <laughs> so him... Going through and needing uh, Amy and, and Ruth Ann to stay overnight with them to look into things. And the whole premise of, yeah, I already asked all these other people. They bailed. Ruth Ann, I know that you'll do anything for Orsk and Amy. I know that you're broke as shit. <laughs> and corporate wants to get this handled without the, the other team coming in and, like, judging it and everything which is how they met in Basil because now we've got Basil, Amy and Ruth Ann mm-hmm. that are all here because they, they have to be essentially. Right. It's, it's again, that, that plot hook to make sure that they are there and they, they stay there at least as far as the beginning goes. Mm-hmm. And when Matt and Trinity get involved again, it makes sense. They want to know about the, the haunting. Trinity is really interested in that. Matt's just interested in, wants in a Yeah, <laughs> Precisely. And I think they do that initial part well because I'm like, all right, I I really can't pick like holes into this. They're they're in there and they have to be, and it makes sense. It's not just yeah, that 
doesn't none of this tracks. that wouldn't occur yeah. right yeah. exactly as things go along <laughs> they get a little more questionable as to like yeah. again what are you doing which i'll attribute some of that to oh they're in the place and it's haunted and they're not in the right minds yeah but there's definitely some points to like just get the fuck out guys like yeah what are you Let's doing just go like i'm appalled that you're staying like for whatever 20 like once check they you're getting got the, the the homeless man carl 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 carl, carl. <laughs> that kills people which i mean yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> yeah i guess maybe whole spoiler alert for this episode <laughs> if you haven't read it yet nothing I big's been spoiled but tried so far. Stop we're the... not even 10 minutes in <laughs> yeah, well, we almost made it. Now, anyway honestly, the thing with carl was one of my biggest gripes about this yeah mm-hmm. he was just again spoiler alert if you're gonna still listen to this and just, whatever <laughs> i'm doing it he was just a dude that was down on his luck. He had some troubles and he oh, was just, it was a nice Carl. place. And he even said like, I treat yes. this place like my own home. And I'm, oh, I'm sorry that if I, if I scared you, Amy. And was just like, it was again, a guy that was down on his luck. Yeah. Yep. And then Grady Hendrix was like, no, uh-uh. fuck you, Carl. And had him rip his own throat out with a pair of handcuffs. Spoilers. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And I was like, oh, like. Dude, come on. Carl was innocent. Redemption. He was a victim of circumstance and nothing else. And with at least with the rest of them, it's kind of like, I mean, maybe there's still a chance for them. It could be, but no, Carl is fucking dead. They straight up murdered Carl in cold blood because of fucking Trinity. Like, why not Trinity? Why not Matt? Those characters were so lackluster for me. Like, Matt was like every dude you went to fucking high school or college with. Like, yeah, like yeah, I'm totally there was into nothing... paranormal stuff. <sighs> wink, wink, pinch on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, why not him? Why not Matt? Like, he didn't have any major play later on either. I mean, he got murked, so it doesn't matter. Mm. <laughs> he got him. You're right. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You got me there. He got his, but Carl's death. Yeah. Death was really tragic and like unfortunate. And like they so the book lost me when they sat down. They were like, let's do a seance. I was like, Conveniently, Fuck you guys. I have the exact number of handcuffs yeah. that we need Fuck for this exact you. number of people because it works for the camera. Like the only part of the book that really stuck out is like, oh, that was really interesting the way they did it was when Matt and and Amy, yeah, Matt and Amy were walking around with the camera. They were looking through the viewfinder and seeing one thing and then looking up and seeing something yeah. else. Like, that was really yep. impressive to me. I was like, I haven't seen that described in a book before. That's me really either. cool. But I've seen, like, that trope in, like, yeah. some movies And he did and films it pretty well, it. too. Like, I yeah. was like, I mean, I guess it's a confusing concept, period. Yeah. And so to read it, it kind of did get confusing, but that's the point yeah so i was able to work it out did, eventually yeah mentally. he did that well and he also did like the pull-in very well because i think if it had not been for that i don't know that i would have gotten through all all the way because again why are you here oh when that What's bitch left and came back i was like i'm done this book can burn in oh, hell i'll dude. set it aflame myself oh, yeah. and deliver it to satan because i am not about that life yeah all the the thing that really threw me about that return like you know what i can get having that guilt and wanting to Oof. go in and like to a degree yeah i'll for this book i'll buy it sure sure let's go with it the thing that killed me was all the front glass doors 
locked. <laughs> and she went to the side door, which was conveniently open. Like, all right, bitch, you know that's going to slam shut behind you. Mm-hmm. And you just got into your car. Drive your fucking car <laughs> to the through car. the door. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. just, Shit, and that would have alleviated the whole problem at the yeah, end. Yeah. Because, oh, look. Oh, the doors are locked. Oh, shit. They're blown wide what open. What could I ever do what about are they that? Gonna, what's the ghost going to do now? <laughs> yeah. You got no doors. Handyman ghost. <laughs> yeah. No shit, you're right. I was mad that she turned around at all. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was thinking like, all right, you can get some really good therapy after this, and you'll work and through you'll your okay. guilt about it. <laughs> you just need to get the fuck out of there to yeah. be able to get the therapy, dude. Nice. Why? Why couldn't the cops find the place? I, I don't know. So here's what I'm thinking. You know how we just talked about that part where it was like all the different, oh, yeah. like they were looking at one place through the camera. But then we're looking at another place in out of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Very technical lingo here. <laughs> Hope you can keep up. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if that's like the same thing that was happening as that's the police were like trying was. to get there. But like, why is it affecting the outside world as well? Yeah. Like, how would that even happen? Like, I get the like, the store was buried on top of a old prison oh my god but yeah. also to that it before it even got to the point of them trying to get to the place and failing they're like i don't know what you're talking about that address doesn't exist that's not oh, yeah. real like, yeah this this giant box store mega store that's right. like right off the highway mm-hmm. you you <laughs> don't know it right uh, can't miss it from the road <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, she even mentioned being able to see it through the trees, like, on the highway and stuff. And I was like, great, then run through the fucking highway. Like, you're in a <laughs> fucking <literally>. crisis. <laughs> what are you doing? Also, they didn't, like, how the fuck did the cops and the paramedics and everything find them at the end? If the, if yeah. the address never existed and you were having such a hard time all fucking night. Presumably the spell was lifted. Ugh. The warden. You know, the daylight came and thus with the dawn, the oh, new beginning. Just like Hocus Pocus. That, that's kind of similar to what Sam was saying. The only thing I can rationalize it with, but at the same time, it, if you have to do that much rationalization to make something work, it doesn't, it doesn't work. work. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, I don't feel like I wasted my time on the book. No. Which is good because there have definitely been some books in my long life of reading that I have just not been able to cope with. Really? So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Damn. DNF, baby. DNF. Did not finish. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. There, Life's my cousin short. Rachel was like There's that too many books. <laughs> if you don't make the cut, you don't make the cut. Yeah. And that. Can't get into the fallacy of some costs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, I think the other thing for me, too, like I said, I loved looking for all the little, like, kitschy details. Yes. So, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in every product number, there's a 666. Yeah, I did see that. And as you keep going through the book and look at the products, they slowly change from everyday household items. To torture, to torture devices. devices. But still have the same descriptor but of that still- light and air. <laughs> yes. Like, so good. Let me see if I can find one. Let's do this one. Would you pronounce that Littabod? Yeah. Okay. Using the powerful, no, the power of centrifugal force to cause blackouts and unconsciousness, Littabod is a ceaseless 
rotational machine that harnesses the primal forces of your nature and turns them against your body. (laughs) If you're lucky, you'll simply experience vomiting and permanent brain damage. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. It's got a nice picture and it's in the, <laughs> little it's like drawing. you're looking at the catalog. Item yes. number 659-595-6661. Yep. And it still gives you the uh, available in. <laughs> yes, the colors. In snow birch, night birch, and gray oak. I don't know, man. I would always go for the gray oak every yeah, time. I don't know. That's not kind of nice, but yeah. nah, I don't know. Uh, I did enjoy the uh, Grady Hendrix uh Oh. picture at the back oh yeah that was his, cute his terrible picture in a in orsk id fashion because again like that's that's the big thing like they even have like an orsk ordering form in yep. here and like yes. the, the company and one of the biggest things that i enjoyed about because again that's that's what it kind of comes down to is again the, the the kitsch that was really the the fun part that made it again just an entertaining read to just kind of go through take it at the face value and, and move on to something else. The talking about how Orsk has a company was just entirely fake. It was such <laughs> an Ikea knockoff. Yeah. And it just went through and it even had their, their slogans that yeah. were intentionally miswritten. Yes. So that way they could pretend like they were like a Swedish company that were coming from elsewhere. And it was, Everything about this company is 100% fake. Yeah, I did fuck with that big time. Because I was like, so if they're going to try and make me believe that this isn't Ikea just in a fake world, like, yeah. I'm pissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they leaned hard into that. Just ask. Just just Orsk. Just Orsk. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, there. Right there. Orsk. The better home for the everyone. <laughs> yep. And again, that's no, there's no translation error there. Nope. It's they. This is an American Deliberate. chain company that they made up specifically. Yes. <laughs> The coupons in the back for I'm Planet not gonna... Baby. Yeah. Well, oh, you weren't going to say <laughs> it. We already said spoilers. We, you're right. We gave them fair warning several times. They have like coupons for the store that becomes. That Orsk becomes. Yes, that Orsk becomes. Yeah, coupons like literally. For like baby belongings. You... Maybe, maybe I could cut them out and get. Becca, some baby things. Oh my Bye bye, baby. No, that would be so funny. You think you'd notice? You think they'd know, notice? That shit's probably cursed. <laughs> yeah, mean, like don't use the, the horror book to <laughs> buy baby stuff. What's wrong for with For a baby? real life baby. Sorry, Becca. What are you going to do? Buy a doll? Jesus. <laughs> Just got like some cute little baby clothes. They're not paid enough. You think they pay attention to that? I wouldn't. Plant baby sounds good to me. Have 50% off these baby clothes. I also did how enjoy the back cover is the. Oh, yeah, the front cover is, like, mostly normal. Yes. (laughs) He's part of the room. Blue's important, too. (laughs) Anyway, the cover is mostly seemingly normal. Ikea setup, and then the back is, like, just... It's the the same Mm -hmm. image, but it is the cursed, haunted horror version. Yeah. Oh, man, these shelves look like prison bars. Yeah, because they were talking about yeah. when they're going through and all the hands reaching through. Okay, Whoa. that part was cool. I did like reading yeah. that. Because I was like, uh, oh, and there's a scene in Labyrinth. Me either. Oh, why? Oh. Who are you people? Oh, wait, no, sorry. Are we talking about Pan's Labyrinth or Labyrinth of David Bowie? Labyrinth of David Bowie. Okay, I have seen it and I don't care. So, well, there's a whole scene where Sarah falls down a tunnel <laughs> and it's a bunch of like hands that are hands, but they're also like hands making faces. Wait, and they're like the talking to her and they're like grabbing at her and it's like a skinny little 
Hmm? Like Ubi, that kid's show. Mm. No, they're not doing the pants up. No. Thing. They're literally like a oh. couple hands together. Because it's a Jim Henson movie. Like, uh, oh. It's like that are making... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. Okay, and faces. got it. So there's Got a it. scene like that in this book that was pretty good to read. Yeah, Except without the faces, but without the faces Just hands. and the funny commentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Essential. Funny and the maps too. At the beginning, so you get like a map of. I'm showing the microphone again, guys. <laughs> you get a Show map of course. Can you tell she teaches children. <laughs> that, that was the other part that I enjoyed about the book was that it, it again played up that that retail aspect yeah. of it. Of, it specifically, Oris like Ikea, is designed to force you along a yeah. certain pattern of movement to make the you act day haunted house. in a certain way. Because look at grocery store layouts. Mm-hmm. They're specifically, like, psychologically designed in a way and placement to make you walk the maximum amount of the store to make you buy the maximum amount. And similarly with the Orsk Ikea model... It's designed to make you walk through a specific way and get essentially lost in this environment and forced to go through the entire thing to get that full experience to make you, again, buy more. But the associates, they know those shortcuts that mm-hmm. are, can get you from place to place and get you through the maze, essentially. And I enjoy how they take that aspect of it and then build it up into the horror and being able to make it a more legitimate thing, which, again, trying to navigate back through and they take the the classic horror approach if they just keep ending up going around in circles because they can't get through the maze and have to use the camera viewfinder and such right 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 absolutely so i mean maybe we didn't give it enough credit at the beginning of this because it it did its job well i'm always quick to criticize and then i make my way back around (laughs) just just like a haunted house just like a haunted house (laughs) with a happy ending though not like that i mean the ending was i'm I don't know. Kind of lackluster. I feel like. With hope. Yeah, it was very. It pulled on on sentiment. Like, ah. It also like. I'm over it. Amy was a kind of a depressing character. Yeah, yeah. She did not turn it around. No, she did not. (laughs) Again, at the very end, that she's like, cool. I, I, I get it and stuff, but this, out. Yeah. yeah, like maybe don't sell out to the company where you almost died, but also like mm, I don't know, find something. Can you believe the check was for less than nine grand? Oh my god, I can we talk about the that? Book. I was like, I, you, that number's insulting. For no, me, there's the no way, absolutely no way. But then again, she could sell a tabloid yeah. for a lot more money. I would. I would too. This is America. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's internet really not... culture has ruined my brain. Yeah, same. There's yeah, nothing left in here. <laughs> so yeah, um, what if we came up with a cool rating system? I give this book four toots. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know why I was that gonna say in. like shrieks or something because it's uh, a horror book. Ooh, but... we could do that. Yeah. yeah. Shrieks, shrieks, I, I mean, shrieks. I would shrieks. <laughs> shrieks. Freaks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not raving Arabian Nights. Come on. <laughs> we should do that next. I'm sure. <laughs> A little off. All right. So out of five shrieks, I give it, uh, I'll give it like three for the storyline, 
five for the gimmick because that's what pulled me in. I'll give it five for the gimmick. I'm giving it two for storyline. That, <gasps> that shit was rough. <laughs> like it felt like some short stories I tried to write in high school, and I'm not a good writer <laughs> at all. Oh, I'm what so up? triggered. Yeah. <laughs> I just recently threw all. Oh, I saved some gems. I did not. I was very fast. <laughs> oh, still have mine stashed away somewhere. <laughs> I, I would agree with uh, Sam's assessment of uh, again, as for does the overall plot, sure, I'll, I'll give him three. Uh, the gimmick is what sells it. Without the gimmick, it's it's got nothing. Mm. But agree. Like, again, similarly with Venom, <laughs> I was entertained. It's okay. a very thorough gimmick. Very yes, very thorough. That's like movies too that have a gimmick, mm. like that aren't great. Movies. Well, I guess you said Venom, but I'm thinking of like movies that are like really stylized a certain way to an aesthetic that I appreciate are, are and I'm like well, I'm gonna watch it just because it looks pretty <laughs> like um and, the Wes Anderson movies yeah if I had yeah. to if I had to throw throw my fish that, out and there I thought I was gonna be able to do it with La La Land and I just couldn't I couldn't do the I didn't musical even try part. yeah it's yeah. 10 minutes in but um yeah I feel like he does the gimmick really really well he really does. and for was, some people that's enough yeah I don't have a better word to describe it but I would say that gimmick would cheapen the what he was actually able to accomplish okay. via that but because yeah. I feel like the, the gimmick is more like a, you know, the bait and switch, the lemon and things like that, yeah. where this was more of like legitimate, like a stylization. Kitschy. That's what you called it, right? Kitsch. Yeah. Kitsch. Yeah. 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 Cool. I mean, I love some kitsch. And don't let this deter you from reading it or his other books. Or because, do. I mean, it's your <laughs> life. Take it with what you, you do. Want. You do you, boo. Yeah. But um, Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. How's that title going for you? It's very hard for me to say quickly. <laughs> But it's very good. So, so, so anyway, um, the cover is really good on that one. It it's really cool a beautiful book. I'll take they it. say don't judge a book by its cover, but do. That's but always all I do. because well, that's what the publishing book. houses get paid for. Uh-huh. Like, do your fucking job. That's true. All right, we out. I get. Yep. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Stay spooky. Deuces.